This is Prep Yourself with Danny Nelson and Alexis Holzer. We're going to tell you about stuff to keep you alive. (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, So this week we are going to be talking about keeping children alive (laughs) or having them help you be alive. We just looked at each other and went, what are we talking about? (laughs) Kids. (laughs) Babies. Babies. Prepping babies. Prepping babies. But before that... Lex has been hanging some information over my head because she knows something I don't know. Is this the city of Seattle one? Yeah. Okay. So if anybody listens to KUOW, all our liberal, lovely friends out there, uh, Bill Radke does this week in review, and he has a panel. Um, This one was Ron Sims, um, woman who runs uh, something for Crosscut, and Civic Cocktail, I think she's a journalist, and then Rob McKenna. So local political people, and they kind of review different topics that happened that week in Seattle. And this was the week that there was a lot of um, North Korea activity and missile launch tests. And they talked about why isn't Seattle prepared to um, evacuate the city in case of a nuclear attack? Apparently, to my horror, we learned that Seattle, there is an actual law at the state level that prohibits Seattle from creating an evacuation plan. What? There is a Washington state law, <laughs> let me say this again, <laughs> that prohibits Seattle from creating an evacuation plan. And I think it's specific to some kind of nuclear attack because we want to put off the um, perception that we are focused on peace and not What are you conflict. talking about? My mind was blown. Who even legislated this law? It was a Democratic representative, I believe. And, um, yeah. Are we sure this isn't a Tim Eyman bullshit initiative? (laughs) Oh, it was Tim Eyman. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) No, Tim Eyman would be like, let's get on this. The thousandth reason to hate Tim Eyman. but just for rich people. (laughs) Just for rich people. There's an evacuation plan if you own your personal yacht. Right. They get preferential treatment into the locks to go out to sea. So my first thought when I heard this was like, Danny and I have to go to Olympia. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly as we are right now with our microphones, our headphones on. I need to interview people and say, does this still sound like a good idea to you? Yeah, like, I just feel like even though it's not legitimate that we're trying to make North Korea seem like this really terrible bad guy. Yeah. Because they do not have the technology to actually fight us, nor enough clout with anyone who could also fight us. But I really think that the current government wants to have a war because there's never been a transition in power Mm -hmm. when we're in war. So Yeah, but the other thing they said was, well, within three years, they will likely have the technology to do this. And I was like, well, let's get on the stick. And start this evac plan. Um, yeah, maybe we should just make the evac plan. Let's go down there to that club with all the um, downtown, with all the people using the radios. So okay. first, we'll the have ACS them call though. space so mm-hmm. I can get over that, just because I want to talk to the space station for funzies. Perfect. So we'll get that over with. Then we'll be like, 
We know you guys have been talking about this for like 40 years. So, yeah. Let's just download on an evac plan. It blew my mind. I think that's crazy. Yeah. That is that is so much crazier than anything I thought you were going to say. Right? I thought, I thought, yeah, I held this over her head, like she said. I was like, this is going to blow your mind. I thought it was going to be something like how we lost the funding for our trans, there was going to be federal funding for our transit system to put in a subway system. And then we were like, no, thank you, federal government, because we don't want you to tell us what to do. And so Atlanta got it. (laughs) It's so messed up. It is dumb. So we're going to Olympia. Mm -hmm. We have a long list of shit to do. Yeah. Gun range, learn how to ride motorcycles and get motorcycle licenses, Um, have a uh, meeting with the city where they just do, we do like a happy hour with our friends in the city telling us about their current (laughs) prepping stuff. I have to quit Um, my job now. This is too much. (laughs) And then we got to go to Olympia. Yeah. Y'all are coming with us too. Because we need to march on Olympia and say, we want to live. Let's get a plan together. In the very least, we need to sit on the steps and have like, a spiked cup of coffee and talk very sternly. Yeah. And be like, I'm just a bill. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right? Um, so we have a few shout outs this week that we wanted to do. Number one, uh, there's been some really funny and cool conversations starting to happen on our Facebook page. So Amazing. If you want to conversate about all your weird ideas. If you want to not talk about politics on Facebook, come on over. Come on over. We'll talk about how to survive politics. We'll talk about how to melt a coin in your coffee cup. Yeah. Okay. I love that one. So yeah. That's so simple. Did Thank I do you, it? Thank you, Sam. No, but I'm going to. Yep. Yeah. So our friend Sam um, showed us put a quarter in or freeze a cup of water, put a quarter on top of it and then stick it in your freezer. So if the electricity goes out, you can go check your freezer. What happened? Did the coin like, refreeze halfway down once it melted when the electricity went out or is it all the way at the bottom? So then you know, can I keep my food or not? Yeah. So if you were not. away from your house for 48 hours and you don't know if that food was being cold or not, yeah, it kind of home, lets you know. You're hungry. Yep. You want some pizza pockets? I want pizza pockets right now, and yeah. it's like 9 a.m., so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was cool. And then my friend Rochelle tweeted me, oh, yeah, we're on Twitter, too. Yeah. yeah at Prep Yourself and at Alexis Holzer. That's all I tweet about now. I'm not tweeting about work anymore. <laughs> People don't want to know about work. They want to know how to live. Yep. So Rochelle uh, messaged me about how to make a whistle from a tin can lid, which That's I thought cool. was kind of cool. We both have whistles, but maybe yeah. not everybody has a whistle. So you take the lid off um, a can, you fold it in half, and then um, hammer a nail through the part that's going to go in your mouth. So you fold it in half and then put the folded half in your mouth and then blow, and those two holes are going to make a whistle sound. That's really cool. Yeah. We'll we'll take that article and put it on Facebook too so people who do don't tweet as much because they're scared that there might be bleed over from they might have to someday view a political tweet. I'm just kidding. I would look oh, at those. Plenty of those. I would too. look straight at those tweets. I'll just look at them. You're like, you don't scare me. 
Um, and then also we have some friends. That, like, it's so cool when we talk to friends to learn that they are actually putting together their go bags so that they have something at home um, mm-hmm. to at least start preparing. And um, Allie found another. So we talked a few weeks ago about uh, Costco having kind of a prep bag, but she found mm-hmm. a better bag. Yeah, I, she just went online and found um, a place that was even. So she was initially looking for freeze dried food. So she went to the site that had good freeze-dried food, I guess, if it can be good, and saw that they are having a 20% discount on go bags. And I was like, right at the time, we're talking about North Korea attacking us. Weird. <laughs> what? So she got that, and she's going to save herself and her fiancé. Nice. Soon-to-be husband. Super I excited that. about that. I'm into it. Yeah. And they're really close to you. That just means that you're mm-hmm. shored up. Because yeah. the maybe it was people a little peer pressure. Me. I was like, hey, you guys should get prepped too. So I don't have to bail you out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, but for real. You yeah. will continuously hear us making these jokes, but, you know, most jokes have some kind of truth in them. Super serious. Uh, <laughs> the more people who are prepared are just helping you survive longer. Because you're not having to split off your supplies to help them, then everybody mm-hmm. goes down on the sinking ship together. Yeah, especially if you have kids. And I don't want to be together with the sinking ship. I want to be like up on my tiny rock island, being like, "I'm sorry, sinking ship." <laughs> I love um, and luckily, uh, it's Lex's birthday. Happy birthday! Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and she had got you know. Speaking of the having a party while the ship's sinking. Yeah, what's this sound? This sound of my new crank radio. <laughs> Thank you, husband Mike. Yeah, biggest shout out to him. And I know there's like a pile of presents, like little presents up there. And I know that they're all to help me live. I'm really excited. <laughs> I wish that we could go and open up your presents right now. I know. I know. But one a day. So, But I picked this one and he was like, this is the best one. I was like, yes. So I got this little radio. It weighs nothing. The brand is... Scorpion. Yes. It's a scorpion, too. It looks super badass. It looks super badass, people. Yeah, like it's, it's black like the, and green. It's the, super cool. The construction um, of it is like, you can drop this. Yeah. Like, you know you're like... And of course, that's what Mike gets. He's like, it has a really good profile, or I don't know what word he used, but it has a nice, a nice little clip on top, so you can clip it on the back of your bag or wherever, because it also has a solar panel. You can crank it. Um, it has a digital radio, so you could listen to 107.7 The End or NPR. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you can easily find those. Um, I like those are the two. But yeah, those are the two all, you might listen to. Listen. Yeah, just in I general. I also listen to some KXP. 106.9 you know. during the Christmas season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our two local stations, KOW, KXP, and 107.7 in the end. Um, but So then it also has a flashlight on the end. Uh, you can charge your phone off of it in case phones work. Um, and then my personal favorite, a bottle opener. <laughs> That's the best part. She's showing me how rad this thing is and going through all the steps. And all of a sudden, she like dramatically turns it to the side. And a bottle opener. The most important part. Yeah. <laughs> And we go. It's really rob cool. The local store. I love also when she was showing it to me. She turned on the radio and it was the Beastie Boys yeah. singing Intergalactic. And I'm like, this yeah. is the best radio yeah. crank. Like you made that happen. Yeah. It has. Oh, you can put your headphones in it. You can put your. You can charge your phone with USB, and then it has also a charger too in case electricity works. So, this was a really important piece of my go bag that I didn't have and. That's communications. I have a radio now. It weighs nothing. I'm super excited. Thanks, babe. We like it. 
Uh, so this week, our media adventures uh, took us because <laughs> because it's children, and I was like. My, you know, my initial reaction is like, let's watch The Road. I think Lex brought this up like, last week. I need a break. <laughs> crazy. That's, that's depressing. And it is, I I don't even know that I've seen the movie. I read the book. Mm. And uh, it is one of the most wildly depressing stories you can ever read that's only like 100 pages long. Oh, like, great. it's not a very sure long book. Be sure to pick book. that one up. It is not a very long book, but the whole time you're just like, Everything is awful. <laughs> it's really terrible. Everything sucks at the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is awful. Um, so instead, we decided to watch Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> that's about that's about my level of understanding of children is 1980s <laughs> movies where twenty people in their late twenties play seventeen year olds. That's what I want my life to be with a kid. <laughs> a really great blues soundtrack. Yeah, a really good blues soundtrack. Some nice feathered hair. Oh, my God. Elizabeth Shue On is point. so beautiful. On point. Like, she, and she just like, oh, I didn't even bother, like, worrying about how gloriously beautiful well, I am. she was supposed to go on a date. And she, except for she's like wearing around her sweet like grandpa's coat. I'm like, why didn't I have a grandpa? He's dead. Oh, he did. Anyway, but what I what I learned rewatching this movie is it totally held up. Other yeah. than a few statements that we want to say that we do not <laughs> agree with, um, someone brought up that they were like, "Oh, are you going to college?" And she flippantly was like, "No, Ugh, like it thanks, was gross." Mom. Ew. Yeah, mom, why are you trying to make me go to college? Like, <laughs> which was amazing. You're like, wow. Now you can't even woman. get a job without a like master's degree, right? Like, <laughs> much less just college. But don't worry, people. You can survive in this, you know, yeah. this day and age without a college degree. I don't have one. So. <laughs> and look how far she's come. I've come so far. I do podcasts in the basement while I'm drinking champagne at nine a.m. <laughs> it's really good. My life is amazing. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that was kind of weird. They said some maybe they maybe used some derogatory LGBTQ words that were okay in the eighties, mm-hmm. not okay now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, references to rape, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Flippant references that you know, Daryl. Like people. <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> yeah, but overall, awesome. Movie. The movie holds up. Love it. Overall, love it. The love movie it. holds up. So what I learned out of the movie about helping children survive <laughs> is that Chicago uh, teenagers are a holes. Totally, they're yeah. like, oh, like at some point they're I like, want to do that. Yeah, they've been shot at. Their car's been stolen. They've been stabbed. Like, yeah, they watched a guy try and murder some dude who was having sex with his <laughs> wife and got rescued by someone stealing a car. Like, and then they they, they like survive all of that stuff. And then the dude is, like, stealing Playboys from gangsters and then, like, going to a frat party. And the babysitter's just like, all right, I guess we'll just just do this now. The the real thing that is more likely to happen is her stupid friend that is the whole reason they're going into the city because she decided to run away without enough money. So... First lesson, if you're going to run away while society is still in motion... Bring something with you. (laughs) Bring some money. Bring some skills. Don't be a dum-dum. They didn't have cell phones then, so... Don't call another teenager to come and bail you out of the situation. Who you know is babysitting. Yeah. 
you knew what was going on. Um, so first, my first lesson was that um, teenagers are assholes. Um, and then my second lesson is girls who like comics are the best people in the world. <laughs> Sarah loves that little, Thor. That little girl got them out of so many situations because mm-hmm. she was like, Thor is the best. Yeah. I'm going to do what Thor would do. Especially when they need to get their car back mm-hmm. and Thor is actually the garage. Like, no spoiler alerts here, but... <laughs> If you haven't seen this movie in the last 30 years, then we can't help like you leave. with spoiler what alerts. Is wrong? <laughs> so hopefully while she's talking, while Lex is talking about baby stuff, I can relate it back to borrowing my mom's station wagon to go to the city to rescue my friend who's an idiot with a bunch of children. Yeah. That movie's crazy. I still get the heebie-jeebies when she's crawling up the side of the building. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or when they're, even. like, going across the, over the top of yeah. the gangsters meeting. Yeah. And they're on the little... Big lesson for me for that movie, stick together. If you've got kids, tie them to you. <laughs> like, no one's going to judge you if you pull out the leash. So you're, like, use the leash. Use the leash. You're a pro-leasher. Big, big disaster, use the leash. <laughs> I have several extra dog leashes. Lulu don't care. You're going to straight up dog leash not even like the kids like backpack one no one will bat an eye <laughs> i'll be like good <laughs> you're like mine i claimed this this is not your Here's dinner the copy of her birth certificate that i have with me <laughs> lay off i like it here's our family photo album yeah just so you can see us together <laughs> get back yeah but also don't i look really good on this photo <laughs> i just hope that there's a big disaster that we have a blues club to go to yep where we can sing the blues yep um is who is the blues singer I don't know, but he helps her, like, through, like, the first two bars, and all of a sudden, she's, like, the best blues singer there ever was. Yeah. And they have, like, choreographed dance moves. It's amazing. It's my favorite part of the movie. I'm like, this is essentially how my life runs. I Mm -hmm. start a song, and then everybody joins in, and then... Yeah. And then we're able to... I just follow you around in case... Survive disaster. We happen upon a blues bar. Yep. I pull out the dance moves. (laughs) Or, you know, sometimes you're the lead, I'm your backup... You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm the lead, just like this podcast. Right. Same, same. Love it. Today, you're the lead. Okay. Because I'll lead us. I know less than nothing about babies. Sure. And, you know, a lot of it can be guesswork. Like, oh, I'm putting this aside for myself in my go bag. Let me get the baby version of it. But a few surprises, too. Uh-oh. I can't wait for the surprises. Oh, yeah. You'll Is be it a snot sucker? <laughs> that, like, the, the, like, big bulb thing? That's another thing. See, snots? okay, so... Researching this, there are a lot of resources. I mean, not as many, but several resources for prepping babies. And a lot of them were, so for the first two years of your child's life in, you know, disaster, I was like, wait a minute. No, I'm talking about like three days. And then it just like (laughs) set me down this path of two years I have to prep for this. You know, (laughs) this is more of the bug in like... Yep. yourself in your house. You have your whole basement full of food and stuff. Have your kids section too. So I looked at that and I was like, oh, I don't want to even think about that because that's not what we're about here. We're about just surviving right now. So until, you can't. Until two years from now. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm going to tell you here times 365 times two, whatever that is, that's what you need to survive for two years that of your baby. That sounds terrible. Yeah. And I think the hard thing with kids is they grow up 
Like they're going to grow out of food. You know, they're not going to like the same food all the time. Uh, They're going to grow out of their clothes. Yeah, needs will change much more drastically than they will with adults. Danny's just looking at me like, oh, why did you have kids? I'm like, oh my God, poor child. More like this sounds so horrible for you. Like, I mean. Are you sure you still want to come over? I have have leaf to tend to, you know, like he has no interest in preparing. So I just prepare for him. Yeah. And he's ready to desert me at any moment. So I got all this together in our go bag and it is heavy. Oh my gosh. How heavy did you weigh it? Well, obviously you have the little weigh thing. Mike pulled, I didn't have it all together, but we need to do that. Yeah. But I would say it's like easily 30, 40 pounds. Of just baby stuff or both your stuff and the baby stuff? But no food yet. I did get food. Oh, nice. I went to Target for like a little errand for something. And I was like, I should get food for my go back. What did you end up getting? (laughs) I can't wait for this. I bought a box of Cliff Bars. I love it. I bought like 12 or 15 like little pouches of baby food in flavors that I would also enjoy eating. Oh, that's really (laughs) cool. That's a really smart idea though. Yeah, it's heavy though because before I just like grabbed whatever I had in my house and I put it in the bag and it was all glass baby jars, which was really heavy. So I got the squeezable packets um, and I got some containers for holding formula they're like snack formula containers for babies. So, and they're partitioned so you can put scoops in it and um, I had just, no idea yeah, that that was even a thing. I know. So how many of those bottle things did you put in there? Um, one right now, I have 15 scoops, so that will get me through like a day. But yeah. I have three that I can put in there. This that's is really like cool. seriously a work in progress. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But that's cool that that even, like you just happened to be at Target. Yeah. And, were, it and crossed you were my like, mind. And it crossed your mind. And then you were able to get things that are mm-hmm. great additions to your pack yeah. it was like another to like special order yeah it was like another 20 bucks and then i also got like squeezable packs of almond butter oh like, nice uh, yeah like peanut butter but because that's good for you and her too mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah so and i had I a few things too i put in there i chose cliff bars and i got the highest protein one so i wanted to get things that like would maybe last longer than others so yeah mm-hmm. do you know how long cliff bars with their expiration <sighs> no I didn't look. We'll have a whole, we're going to have a whole foodie thing yeah. to talk about. Yeah. What tastes good compared to what lasts a long yeah. time. So, so speaking of food with babies, um, what I read on a lot of these were if you're breastfeeding now or not, get formula and put in there because you don't know what's going to happen to mom. What if they get separated for some reason or something happens to mom and milk supply isn't there? You need something else to feed the baby. Um, And so then obviously you need bottles. And I'm just like, oh, my God. When I had a baby, I was like, I don't want all the baby crap. I just want to, like, make do with what we've got. And that didn't work. And now (laughs) it's not working again because you need everything. So I was like, I don't know if I want to buy bottles, but... I have, like, what we need to survive there, and I will figure it out if I don't have time to also, like, run up a flight of stairs and grab a bottle and, yep. you know, whatever. Um, I also went to the store and got a, my first jug of emergency water. Nice. Um, yeah, so we have some of that, and I'll just do that the next time I go to the grocery store, too, and pretty soon there will be no room in the basement. <laughs> It'll <laughs> just be stacks of water. Stacks and stacks of water. Yeah, so formula, big deal. Um have that on hand. Um, and then the bottle. So with formula, obviously you need water. So, um, the next thing was diapers. So I grabbed 
enough diapers for a day. And then I looked at it and I was like, I need more than that because it could be more than a day. And I was like, oh, I should get uh, reusable diapers so I can wash them. And then we don't have to deal with the, um, like, getting rid of the diapers. No. The internet said, wrong. Get disposable diapers. Have, like, a huge pack of those. And then get a garbage bag so you can stuff the dirty diapers in there. Did the... So is the reason that that you shouldn't do that because you won't have the water to wash the diapers? That could be one reason. Yeah. But also, you just don't even want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to use the water. You don't want to use the energy to wash them. Yeah. Um, You might, you know, those need to be really laundered. Yeah. You can't just run them over some cold water. Bleached. Yeah. Yeah. And then babies can get really bad diaper rash too. Yeah. Um, If things go to just not a good place like let's say you have to be like a longer time you know like of Uh course three days whatever is it better to use a cloth diaper or whatever some kind of reusable diaper or are you just gonna like let her walk around and pee poo wherever like tribal days like go back a thousand years and kids just walk around and do their business no they say to have all your diapers stacked up for, you know, if, you're, if you are planning for two years, you're going to need several sizes of diapers. So That's you're going to have all of these diapers and a lot of garbage bags. So you can put them in there and then bury the garbage bags. It's crazy time. That is really yeah. amazing to yeah. think about because it's something that I don't have to think about at all, right? Like, so <laughs> if you're coming I'm, over here, you're gonna have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to like be climbing over stacks of diapers to yeah. get into this. You also have to change one from time to time. Uh, if you're drinking my wine, you're changing the diapers. <laughs> I brought this wine. <laughs> the the, the bringing... supply of wine out there that you are specifically oh, coming to my house to you consume mean during the emergency situation. Yes. I thought you just meant when I came over on the regular. And I'm like, no, no, I would never do that that to you. Yes, if I come (laughs) over here to survive, I will totally have leaf change Lily's diaper. Absolutely, hundred percent. Awesome. Okay, when you said leaf, I was like, Dylan can help too. And then that sent me to last week when the baby puked on the floor. Like I was holding her, and the baby puked, and it just went all over the floor. I was like, oh no! And Lulu was like there, like that. See, and I was like, Lulu, no, do not eat that. And I ran to the kitchen. I got some paper towels. I came back. Gone. <laughs> Extra dog food. all the moment. <laughs> and my first thought was, maybe I don't need to bring so much dog food <laughs> for the end of the world. <laughs> I'm seeing an ecosystem develop here. <laughs> Supply chain solved. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And I put that on oh Facebook. I was like, I have mixed emotions about Lulu eating Lily's puke. And lots of moms were like, oh, I specifically called the dog over. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> See, this is what happens when people have kids. Like the their understanding of their personal hygiene standards so low just really changes. It just I just plummets. see it over and over again. So just, funny. I will have to say, as a mom, you always look really nice when I see you. You're not like <laughs> covered in like peanut butter yeah. and and spittle. Yeah. After that you episode, she did get a little bit on me and I was like, oh, I'll just wipe that off and change it. And the next day I put on the same shirt, like the same jacket. I was like, <laughs> I have hit a new low. I am wearing not only day old clothes, day old pukey clothes. So we're yeah. going to have to deal with that. I've done that after a good Saturday night. Oh, it's cool. Man. So good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So diapers, uh, obviously with that goes baby wipes and baby wipes have so many uses everybody can use the baby wipes 
Um, the other part, and this was something I didn't think about, was medication. So beyond a first aid kit, which a lot of people can use, you can't just give a baby Tylenol. You yep. have to give a baby or a kid children's Tylenol. So I was like, okay, I'll throw a thing of that in there. Um, diaper rash cream, Lily's never had it, but I absolutely do not want to experience the pain of that. Yeah. Um, and then because she's at this age, something like a teething tablets, which oh, wow. I didn't know was a thing until I read this. Like, oh, <laughs> see, I didn't know that was a thing. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm also learning how to be a mother just day to day before I'm trying to prep. Um, so yeah, teething items, something like we have the teething toys, but apparently there's tablets or a coworker was like, oh yeah, chamomile tablets. You put those in there. And I was like, my parents gave me whiskey. That I'm pretty Which sure I my parents my probably bag. rubbed on <laughs> It's mostly full of whiskey right yeah. after... Um, what were you going to pack it full of for Mike's bag? Oh, uh, rock salt. Yeah, rock salt. <laughs> <laughs> to preserve all our meats. <laughs> and then I have gallons of Tito's and gelatin for Jello shots. Yep. <laughs> gallons of Tito's. So Mike's bag is just rock salt and whiskey, and yeah. then you have a few gallons we'll of Tito's. just set shop outside, cured meat, and Jello shots. Let's have it. I'm ready. That's the house I'm going to go to. Yeah. And you know you want to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so clothes, another good thing to have for kids, but several sizes larger than they are now. So I went through some hand-me-down stuff that we had received, and she's six months, but she's still wearing three-month clothes, so I put in some nine-month thing there. And so a nice, warm one suit that's fleecy that um, would keep her warm at night, Um we should have blank like they were like get two blankets in there and some burp rags and things. And I was like, no, I'm just gonna make do with what we've got. Yep. If and you have to use your t your t shirt, yeah, you wear it one day. The next day you use it as her yeah. burpy thing, and then. But I was like, I also need a space blanket, so I'm hoping that's one of the presents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm hoping for a space blanket for my birthday. Please. I volunteered at a women's shelter this week, and we were sorting things um, for their um, like shop where they can come in and get clothes and house hold items and one of them was a space blanket and I was like is there something special you want to do with this because this is an important item for people to have and they're like oh I don't know I guess put it with the first aid and I was like no this is a really important thing for people to have and I was like I really want this <laughs> you're considering stealing from a women's shelter is what no, you're saying it crossed my mind but I would never seriously do it ever you, ever ever considered you no, just thought about it not even <laughs> yeah I so, do love that you envy their like yeah. somebody donated this. I was like, somebody... Uh, yeah, that was my other thought. Why did somebody give this away? Probably they don't care about their own safety. It was just in a big plastic bag with like a lot of other super random stuff. And then I found this thing and I was like, oh, this is really useful. Yeah. So, um, so if I had something like that, then we would all use that. It wouldn't yeah. be just a baby blanket. Um, so yeah, clothes. I packed warm stuff and then something for like the now kind of weather. And yep. then I have P cords so we can wash things and put them up. Nice. Yeah. And then some toys. So something to keep them occupied. She has a few favorite things. Um, and so one of these uh, articles that I read had a uh, link to a, quote, my first emergency kit. What? Yeah. This is a huge, <laughs> huge industry. <laughs> I mean, huge baby prepping. Yeah. Well, no, like prepping in general. Yeah, And so like then prepping prepping has this whole constellation of, you know, prep for this, prep for that, prep for your dog, prep for your baby, 
Yeah, prefer mother-in-law, whatever. Uh, (laughs) By not telling her where you live. (laughs) More wine. (laughs) Hey, I know that... Not my mother-in-law. Leaf's mother loves Riesling, and I don't. So it'll be really easy. It'll be like, you have your three bottles of Riesling. I have my 75 bottles of... A variety of reds. that's not Riesling. <laughs> no. I would love it. If my mother-in-law was here during disaster, I'd be like, thank God. You can help. She's an amazing cook. She doesn't drink, so that's good. She can help take care of the baby. She's awesome. I think that it would be the same for uh, Levi's mom. She would... I think she would rally. They really like camping and stuff. I think she'd probably have some great, like, recipes where she mm-hmm. doesn't, like, need the stove and... Um, she's really cool like that. I think if my mom was here, she'd be throwing in those one-line jokes, and um, <laughs> she'd be, like, hoarding her pill collection. <laughs> um, my sister is magically amazing and, like, goes hunting and, like, you know, has taught her kids, like, to be, like, responsible human beings what? and, like, to interact with their community. So they, like... That's crazy. You know, yeah. Isn't that crazy? She's she is probably going to survive decades longer than I am because I'm going to be like I'm out of booze and jokes and now I got nothing and she's like out hunting with a bow and arrow like killing deer and like dressing field dressing them love it like eating the heart yeah see Danny and I are going to go on our first tour to (laughs) Alabama Mm -hmm. maybe next fall we don't know let's do it yeah but we were invited she invited us down. But that we're probably not going to take Lily. <laughs> Are we? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, my first emergency kit um, had all this stuff. It had a porta potty toilet in it. So, this is more like long term prepping stuff. It had a porta potty top, um, but not enough food for two years. But it also had a coloring book. <laughs> It was a coloring book about prepping? There was not a preview of the coloring book, but also my thought. I was like, what's in that coloring book? Pictures of flowers? Things that used to exist. (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah, I was like, what is in this coloring book? And how long is that going to last? Also, it makes me want to make a prepping coloring book. (laughs) (laughs) An adult. Like an adult coloring book. Because, you know, like I have this amazing coloring book that's like... Like, it's called Unicorns Are Jerks. And it's like, (laughs) unicorn, it's like a unicorn doing things like, this unicorn decided to borrow my favorite sweater and stretched it out. And it's like a unicorn, like, in, like, a sweater that's obviously too small for it. Like, it's like those kinds of things. Unicorn in a little sweater. Yeah. And then there's some, you know, there's, like, swear words. and It's for adults. It's not for children. Yeah. We would not put it in my first emergency kit. I mean, maybe. They're going to grow up someday. (laughs) What are we doing when we're not having a dance party led by 1077 at the end? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You can just look at these and just start thinking about. Oh, do I like a coloring book for my kid? I guess that's a good idea, but just kind of messed up on so many levels. Yeah, like it, you particularly like when you think about that three day mm-hmm. pack, right? The three day go- thing going on. So let's just pretend you're talking about a taught a little bit older than a toddler so Mm -hmm. like a kid that would have some kind of emotional understanding of what's going on yeah a baby might have residual understanding of what's going on through just like change of their routine but they're not like emoting over the current circumstances um 
how do you, like, once you get to some kind of safety, like, how do you keep that toddler, like, somewhat amused? Mm -hmm. Occupied so they don't drive everybody insane. And Danny's not like, we could just eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I will bring up that idea when it seems opportune, you know. But also I need someone to be around, like, when I get old and decrepit, to be, like, farming and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm not going to eat all the children. Just some. Just some. Just, like, the ones who are, like... The ones we don't know. Like, I don't know those kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, my mom keeps saying, don't let Danny eat the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, I promise not to eat any babies that I know. Hey, we're trying to get more listeners. Don't <laughs> so that's the thing. Scare them away. In order to, you could listen to our podcast and then you're guaranteed to not have me eat your kid. <laughs> Join our Facebook page. We won't eat your baby. I'll check. Were they Seems in fan? fair? Beep, boop, beep, yeah. Boop. It's part of my printed out, um, like, comms plan. I have, like, a list of who our fans are on Facebook so that if the internet goes down, I can be yeah. like... Let me check my list. <laughs> do, 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 do. It oh. appears you did not oh, like our you're page. You're going to want to run immediately. <laughs> I will give you 10 seconds. <laughs> I don't know if what... What is that famous short story that the game, the movie The Game is based on, where they go to the island and hunt people? The Hunger Games? No. I mean, yes, but uh, no, this is like was written in like the late 1800s. Oh, that was before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> she never went to she never had a literature class at school hey, she was, too I was busy. in AP English until senior year and I didn't want to try that hard maybe we'll come back to that as one of our media things <laughs> when, when our episode our episode is based on how to be a cannibal yeah. after the world you know societal collapse <laughs> I really hope we never get there I really hope we never get there if because we do this podcast for five years, and then we can do that. <laughs> Leave and I not were happening. talking about the other day something about you know something happening and punching someone in the face, and I'm like, I literally don't think I could punch someone in the face at this point in my life. Like, <laughs> like I tried to imagine the scenario yeah. of like turning around and like there being some kind of violence. You'd have to be in real danger. I'd have to be in. I'd have to be in a you know fight or flight scenario. I'm a little too... She's a lover. I'm a lover. I like to talk a big game about my cruelty. Like, big game. <laughs> big, cruel game over here. But all in all actuality, I can't punch someone in the face. So, for you, you've, got your, you've got a bunch of stuff in your bag. There's stuff There's on the internet. Did you have a particular site you liked the best? Um, no, I just Googled, like baby prepping something nice. to that effect and they're it's mostly blogs so moms and dads mostly moms talking about hey you're prepped for this now get prepped for this and a lot we're talking about for two years yep and then one had um uh like okay here's the baby go bag that you need and have it in the car and have it in your house and it was just like okay i can't do all of that right now i'm just gonna do this one thing and we'll grow it over time. You were at Target yeah. and you were like, I should do some stuff. Yeah. Like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's the kind of progress we're talking about yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I just happened to cross my mind while I was already there shopping for. Yeah. So I also whatever. read the comments. I broke my number one rule never read the comments. <laughs> 
is glad I did in this case, though, because I came across one grandma who said she has, I think she said she had like six, nine or six kids and 16 grandchildren. Wow. And so she was into prepping. And so she started giving her daughters or daughter-in-laws presents for their baby shower that were not diaper cakes, diaper prepper cakes. So if you don't know what a diaper cake is, it's something that you give a woman when they're pregnant at their baby shower that is a several tiered cake with diapers that are rolled up and they make up the different tiers and then you wrap ribbon around it and it's really cute. And so it's supposed to help the mother get ready for you're going to need these diapers. But presenting it in a cute way. So not only was it diapers, but inside the one tier, there was emergency water. There was um, cloth diapers. There were rags. There were things like um, glow sticks hanging off the end of it, um, different toys and things. And I was like... This is amazing. First of all, I did not know a baby cake was a thing. Diaper diaper cake. cake. Diaper cake. Not baby cake, Well, I have recipes for baby cakes, (laughs) but uh, for the diaper cake situation, (laughs) I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. Because I stopped going to baby showers because I found out that all people do at baby showers is talk about babies. So Mm -hmm. I didn't go. I don't go there anymore. Yeah. So it had lots of cool stuff. Plastic pants. I was like, plastic pants? Like... That's weatherproof pants, little flashlight, like toiletries. You get the idea. Yeah. I do the like prepper that. prepper mom to be. I also saw this week, I have a friend who um, was out with her uh, toddler and they were clamming on the beach and they had on like wind suits, mm-hmm. like with the, her like kid and another little girl who's the mm-hmm. same age. Uh, first of all, if kids were cute, I'd be like. That's the one I want. That's that's what cute looks like, is, like, little toddlers in, like, windsuits running around on the beach clamming. Um, and then, but, like, I was like, wow, because kids, like you said, you need so many different sizes of things, and, like, it's such, like, a variable. I'm like, wow, there's such, like, a small window of time that that even fits them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a windsuit for a child. Mm-hmm. Like... So maybe getting to know in your neighborhood different size children yeah. so that you can trade. You already have, like, maybe you make some kind of trade deals. Yeah. You know, where... Yeah, I was thinking about that. In our neighborhood, we have lots of kids. So I was like, well, if I don't have this, maybe somebody else in the neighborhood does. You know, there's so much you can put in here, like a whole first aid kit just for babies with a thermometer and diaper cream and Vaseline and cornstarch for you know baby powder and stuff and i was like this is just not me yeah you know personally i don't want to do like that's too much yeah um but you know i did think about that that you're gonna have to create some sort of community and maybe having kids will be a good reason to create community yep so you can have those people to rely on and you know hand me down clothes and sharing across that is going to be really key and also, maybe if you're the type of person who lets yourself get really low just on your regular supplies in your house, maybe just always stay, like, fully stocked, not in your prepping kit, but just, like, with your everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. So then if there is an emergency, you're not... Because I could see myself easily being the type of person who's like, oh, I don't go get it until it's, like, pretty much gone. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. So maybe you just change those habits so that you're always, like, mm-hmm. a step ahead. Which is why I'm not going to stock everything with MREs because I'm not going to want to, like, go and eat an MRE. I'm going to eat – I'm going to have food that I'm going to use because I yep. don't want to waste a lot of money yep. on this either. For sure. Mm-hmm. 
So one last thing, yep. my last piece of advice um, regarding babies and prepping, if you see a pregnant woman during a disaster, help her. Yep. Like, I can't even think back to the possibilities of when I was nine months pregnant, nine plus, if something happened, what would I do? Because like, your I mobility could barely, was so small. Yeah, I could barely walk. Um, what if you had to have a baby not in a hospital? Um, something went wrong. Just give her whatever she wants. It's funny how much I don't like babies, but I have definitely have a lot of sympathy for pe- pregnant women. Oh, man. Like, I'm constantly like, get this lady a chair. Yeah. Like, somebody move out of the way. Get her like, a chair. Does she need a drink or any- a snack? You yeah. know? It's so funny that yeah. like, pregnant women... Yes. Yes. Number one priority <laughs> in disaster. Yeah. After myself and my kid and my yeah. dog. But yeah, that another one of these articles was saying if you're pregnant or trying to conceive, I was like, everybody stop trying. Just <laughs> something's coming. Just stop right now. Because <laughs> that would be hell. Yeah. Um, so that's prepping with kids. Prepping with kids. And I would also say, just to tie back in adventures and babysitting, that if you have a child, <laughs> tell your babysitter that they're not allowed to take them into the city. You would be so proud of me. I talked to the nanny about this. <gasps> yeah. The other mom and I had a meeting with her because it had been three months. And we're like, everything's going great. We love you. Everything's awesome. And then I was like, I feel like we should revisit like the emergency plan. And we're like, are you first aid certified? Because that was part of the deal. And she's like, oh, yeah, totally. She has baby first aid and everything. And I was like, and, you know, we have this list of phone numbers here. I've added to it. Here's our list of fire extinguishers, the other mom and dad and all this. And I was like, so if something happened, go to the basement. And we just had this really kind of casual yet serious conversation about what do you do if you're here and something happens? Here are your resources. So that felt really good to have that conversation, sort of get it off my chest and not have it be really awkward. Like, so <laughs> that's really cool because I knew you were like, how do you bring this up to a professional person? This yeah. is a professional person that I pay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go and condescend to them. Right. About my because I don't interest. know everything. Yeah. I don't know everything. <laughs> we don't know anything. Yeah, much less everything. <laughs> and I talked to the other mom about it too. We met before this, and then at this thing, and I was like, "So you probably don't know this, but I do this podcast." <laughs> she was like, "I don't, I don't know. We're not prepared at all." And I was like, "Well, we both work downtown. We need to be. We in should figure out a way to do it together." Yeah, so it felt yeah. really good to say, "Okay, at least if something happens." you know, I'm going to think to call you and vice versa. And we'll both know where the kids are. So, uh, you know, her husband works a lot closer. So that's great. Good. You know, it's not like super solidified, but it felt good to even just yeah. talk about it a little bit. That's really cool. Yeah. So and of course it was more people in your plan. I also heard you say there's a printed out thing of phone numbers. Oh yeah. No. Thank you, you mean- Mike. Of course, Mike. <laughs> so he- do you have it printed out here too? Yeah. For your comp plan? Yeah. It's upstairs on the counter. Yeah, so it has my number, Mike's number, our work, the other family's numbers, um, some of his family members that live close by, um, Jessica, uh, you know, like our emergency contacts, the vet number, the baby's doctor, the list of all the fire extinguishers in the house, where the (laughs) water shut off I remember this now. I do remember the list of the fire extinguishers. And it's in a hard plastic sheet. 
Um, oh, yeah, and the hard plastic sheet. It's yeah. laminated. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. See, this is the other good part about doing this podcast is mm-hmm. we can be reminded yeah. of how awesome Mike is. Yeah. <laughs> He's super prepped. <laughs> uh, so next week we are going to do uh, earthquake safety. Like, how do you react uh, emergency? Emergency? react right after an earthquake happens. So we want to go back and add some detail to talking about earthquakes because it is going to happen. It is inevitable that there will be some kind of earthquake in the city. It is happening. There There were two. There were two. One Kitsap. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And Port Townsend. I think, you know, they happen every day. And Kevin was like, you should get the earthquake alert app. And I was like, nope. <laughs> I don't want like yeah maybe it would be good to have reminders like maybe you should get prepared for those um, but yeah they're happening way in the depths of the sound and yep. but people on on the land can feel it too yep so yeah I think it's good to add some detail to that because even talking with you about it we're like is this still a good recommendation to stand in a door frame or do you need to get under a table or in the bathroom and so even we're unclear about if something's like the a huge time is happening, what yep. do you do? So we'll go back and talk about that. Yeah, because you know, all of our advice previously has been run. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so flight first, yeah. and then assess the situation. But there's some more advice that we could give in those initial minutes of the earthquake actually yeah. happening. Rather than just talking about, okay, you're still alive after it's happened, yeah. now what? So we'll talk about uh, earthquake safety That's our homework. Yeah, that's our homeworks. And thank you for listening. Yeah. And if you don't know yet, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. We got on Stitcher this yeah. past week. Yay. It's really exciting. So please go subscribe, download the podcast if you love it, rate it, and review it if you don't love it. <laughs> We still love you. You can still rate it and review it. But just just talk to us personally. Yeah, we're (laughs) honest with you. We want you to be honest with us. That includes leaving us comments on our Facebook page. You can reach us on Twitter, too. Um, We're here for you guys. We're here for you. Take care of yourself out there. Love you. Love you.